Good evening, Nightly Musers. This episode will not be 45 minutes long, or however I'm going to edit it down, but anyway, it's not going to be 40 plus minutes long, and (laughs) still going to be not light and fluffy in terms of content, but necessary. I'm your host, Tanaya Shea. Music is brought to you by Lowfly Productions. Instagram at Lowfly Productions, L O F L Y Productions. You should know how to spell that. But if not, P R O D U C T I O N S Productions. YouTube, I'm pretty sure, is Lowfly Productions as well. Check out his stuff, he's amazing. And he has helped make this podcast more vibey. Shout out Lofly. I was posting, I saw this post about the Toronto Raptors and One of their coaches, Dwayne Casey, former coach, he got fired the year after he won coach of the year. And it prompted me to post on my story, man, if this isn't the personification of black people having to work twice as hard to get half as far, then I don't know what is. And it was very interesting. I got some interesting, I got some... (laughs) Responses that I think were probably trying to bait me into an argument, but I had the energy to respond. I'm not very, like, confrontational, so I wasn't going to get heated or anything, but it was just kind of funny, like... One of the responses was, well, he was fired by a black guy. Masai Ujiri. The other was, <laughs> well, didn't Toronto win the championship the next year? And it was actually really cool. I had really conversations, really good conversation with one of them where we were just talking and we were like, yeah, both both can be true. You can, As an organization, I guess, make the right call, right? They won the championship. Who's to say that Dwayne wouldn't have got it for them? But their their coach that they hired and their, you know, star, superstar player that they traded for helped them get a championship the next year. So, yeah, they made the right call. They got the success that they wanted. And it's also probably fair to say that that guy didn't deserve to be fired, especially after winning the award that says you're the best coach in the league for that season. Interesting. And the other was just more of a joke where I I just said, well, in a kind of sarcastic way, then call it black on black crime. <laughs> that he was fired by a black coach or by a black guy doesn't change the fact that he didn't deserve to be fired. 
And anyway, so I guess this episode isn't me, you know, putting my conversations on blast, even though I kind of just did, obviously keeping the people I was talking to private, because that wasn't, the point wasn't to expose those people, not that they needed, it's not meriting expose, exposure, just to say It is beneficial to have conversations with people that provide a rebuttal or a different viewpoint, different perspective. And sometimes it's necessary to not go in guns blazing, but to just say like, yeah, well, this is where I was coming from. And it's cool that within that you can have good conversation and it not have to be an argument. I think so often, you know, I mean, so many things happening in this world, it's so easy to just have your weapons at arms ready to shun, cuss out, yell at whoever doesn't agree with you. But sometimes it just feels like the thing that we miss out on is like, man, we don't have conversations anymore. Everything is a Facebook argument or a Twitter fight or an IG DM like like smackdown where you just leave pissed off at the other person ready to block them. And then social media just turns into this silo or... echo chamber of you just hearing all the views that you agree with. And man, being from the South, being from the Christian Bible Belt South of my life and learning and and, and just experiencing, you know, going to a secular public school for college and, and, and kind of learning the push and pull of all of these different viewpoints, you learn like, man, we don't talk well. We yell at each other really well and we argue really well, but conversation is not something that we're very skilled at. And sometimes I wish not to... This isn't patting myself on the back because I find myself so easily ready to just like flip out and say like, screw off, you know, just go do your own thing. And and yet, even if you don't leave it in agreement, like you can learn to not agree with somebody and still not hate them. <laughs> um, and I don't know, that was just an enlightening for me. I'm trying as I, you know, I mean, and, and some of it is, it's, it, it fires you up because it's like, man, like, You know, there are times where I think, why do you feel the need to 
to give your devil's advocate opinion. Like, I didn't ask for it, and that's not the point. And why is there always a, a rebuttal for a, and an inability to acknowledge some of the difficulties black people have had to face? We, we dismiss a lot of things when it comes to race issues, when it comes to social issues. We dismiss to, po- to prove a point. We engage to prove a point, but not to have a conversation. And luckily, in the situations that I referenced, like we had a conversation and, and it was good. There's also truth to, like, black people seem to always have to, to to say that there's a problem, explain why it's a problem, defend themselves for believing that the problem's a problem, and then they're the, the victim, the lawyer, and, the, you know, like, they're playing every role within just trying to get people to acknowledge that They've been mistreated. And hey, I've lived a very good life. I'm not suffering in any way, but... No, they're not pulling the race card. It's just an acknowledgement that, yeah, there was a time... You know, that the Tuskegee experiments really happened. The (laughs) redlining was a thing... Yeah, Charlotte, like, kind of got forced into integration through busing. Like, it wasn't like we wanted to do it. Like, there was, our history is not that old when it comes to social atrocities. And we do this thing where it's just easier to brush it over and act like it didn't happen rather than acknowledge the past and try to find ways to to move forward but move forward addressing the issues of the past so that we cannot make those same mistakes so that people don't get shot at a grocery store so that somebody doesn't get killed when they're saying that they can't breathe <laughs> or racially profiled when they're in their own neighborhood trying to see their dad And yet, when the conversations happen about it being wrong, it becomes pulling the race card. It becomes bringing up other issues. What about black-on-black crime? Like, you bring up everything else just to prove your point (laughs) and not listen to the hurt that is being expressed by the person who's trying to say, pointing to an issue. And maybe it's not a hurt that they're experiencing, but a hurt that they've ex- they've seen by people that look like them. And it makes them question, all right, well, could that also happen to me? And so I guess to my white friends, to my friends who find themselves in the majority of whatever sect whether it's a gender thing men 
whether it's a race thing, white people, whether it's a, I don't know. I mean, when you talk about mistreatment, oppression, suffering, things of that nature, even if you're coming from different perspectives, even if you're coming from different belief systems or sexuality, whatever it is, like, how can we learn to be better advocates? How can we learn to love people better if we're not willing to have conversations? And within those conversations, if we're always just trying to prove a point, one-up each other and dismiss everybody's points, then we're never actually going to grow relationally. We're just going to become really great debaters and really crappy advocates. And so, yeah, I got got in in some Instagram conversations (laughs) with friends, people that I, I do call peers and we had a conversation and it was good but it also triggered some things because it kind of ticked me off and so I'm trying to learn to balance the two and yes sometimes you have to learn to know when to get in and engage and when to take space for yourself but this is me saying that I'm trying to get better at having conversations and I'm inviting you guys to do the same. Because I believe that conversations, individual, person to person, communication, person to person, like change is, is what makes healing happen, not trying to change the entire world through one ig post or twitter post or whatever like you you gotta you gotta do it locally you gotta do it one at a time person to person friend to friend and you gotta take those chances whether it is engaging in the conflict or just being like hey can you like explain what you mean by that (laughs) you know asking questions and 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 not dismissing all I'm saying is let's be better advocates for each other. This is the episode. I don't really have much else to say, Nightly Musers. Let's figure it out. Because <laughs> people hurt sometimes and, and they need they need support. They don't need arguments. They don't need anyway. <laughs> Hopefully this is helpful and impactful to somebody and not just a mess of a rant y'all have a wonderful night nightly musers thank you for attending my ted talk peace shout out low fly